today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Well, this is a segment we look forward to weekly, uh, which means every Friday at 1130. We do it for vacuum and furnace and duct cleaning. It's Greg Brady in for Bill Kelly, and we welcome in a host of Tech Talk, uh, Adam Oldfield joining us. And you can, of course, uh, check out his website, adamoldfield.com. It's great to have you. You're uh, you're all also uh, headed away for a long weekend, so we're glad we got you before you split. Well, yes, it's uh, always a pleasure to be here. But you know what? Tech comes first before vacation, Greg. So, you know, I'm not about to uh, let go of anything when it comes to technology. And ironically, I'm going to be in an area where technology isn't going to be the strongest. So I'll survive for a few hours at least. Yeah, uh, it's it's not easy. Uh, we're all uh, we're all finding it more dis- tougher to disconnect than ever. But uh, but you're headed in the right uh, geographical direction to do just that. Um, so this is interesting in that w- I want to talk about Walmart out of the gate. Uh, they made a huge three point five billion dollar investment across the country. Uh, they're going to change a ton of their retail locations. This may have been in the works anyway before COVID nineteen, but we've seen a lot of the big retailers have to have to really shift on the fly once everything was able to reopen. In April, at the very least, the grocery stores and the, and the huge big box stores, uh, and they're being pretty proactive. This might have a lot of customers, uh, excuse me, competitors following in their footsteps. Yeah, Walmart's really setting some groundwork, and it's almost like watching the Titanic move, uh, but moving very quickly. Uh, Walmart is a Goliath, and the fact that they made a big investment in Canada to the degree they're, they're claiming over five years, $3.5 billion, this is something which is probably sitting around the boardroom table. Walmart executives had made this conscious decision. Uh, years ago, they, they've already dumped billions into an online commerce site. Uh, if you recall back some time ago jet which was one of the competitors to amazon walmart acquired and the the idea was it was going to try and compete with amazon about two to three years ago well it ended up sinking that vision and now they're making a bigger direction pertaining to increasing much more advanced retail experience uh integrating more digital uh elements for the user when they come into the walmart store Uh, and what does that look like well we're talking about less cashiers we're talking about purchasing online, making that experience for the buyer online uh, much more ex- uh, much more exciting, uh, easier. And I'll tell you, one of those features is going to be same-day grocery delivery. Now, that one's really, really big. And I think when we're talking about how we're migrating into this new, uh, what do they call it, the new normal <laughs> as to what everyone's yeah. living, uh, Walmart making that a point uh, in that $3.5 billion investment is going to really really try to tackle where Amazon has uh, really had a real head start. So uh, with this investment, though, it's come with a lot more interesting elements that I think is going to change. And by the way, will, of course, be downloaded onto us, the consumer. And that is they're coming out with Walmart Plus. This is going to be a subscription based service to go and and coincide with uh, Walmart's online investment. And this is going to give users the ability to get uh, that same day shopping. So where we were saying, Greg, earlier that, you know, anyone that's going to be, uh, uh, you know, experiencing Walmart's online purchasing, you're going to have to pay, by the way, that's $130 Canadian, very much like Amazon Prime, to be able to get that service, to get that same day grocery delivery, to be able to get your products delivered. You'll be able to use the checkout line without using any kind of uh, uh, payment. You'll be able to put it in your cart 
walk right through Amazon. If you uh, remember, Amazon Ex- Express had this. This is all coming out from Walmart. So uh, Walmart has thrown the gauntlet down, and it is officially telling Amazon, I'm coming for you, and I'm going to make it better than you guys ever did. Yeah, and it's something they obviously have been listening to uh, the consumer base, which around March and April, when, when stores started to close, and Adam, when we only had curbside pickup uh we were very you know we were being patient of course with curbside pickup but we realized how efficient it could possibly be if you've got three young kids in the car and you don't want to truck down to aisle 63 at a at a big box store you didn't have to do that and same for for older people who uh, i know there's many people my parents are included among them that don't almost want to go back uh to the old normal which is going into stores uh waiting in a long line and and picking up so they'd rather get it delivered or they'd rather pick it up curbside and they've probably seen as well with groceries what a what a huge success instacart was all over the continent Absolutely. And part of it is when this first uh, evolved, when it came to curbside pickup, it was a real cluster mess. What happened was there was a lot of disorganization. Everyone wasn't sure how it worked and they're really tuning it up and they're getting better at it. So the efficiencies of it are really getting uh, better. Just to highlight this again, 3.5 billion is a lot of money. And I want to just state that we're going to be seeing things in Walmart, when we talk about curbside pickup, which I'm glad you brought that up, one of the pieces that Walmart's going to be rolling out is it won't be a person that will come out when you call in and say, hi, Walmart, I'm in my curbside pickup. It will be a robot that will arrive that you will be able to have your package open, depending on the size. It will roll out to your parking spot and it will be able to deliver your package. So we're going to see a lot with this investment, a lot of uh, uh, obviously home delivery, but also for curbside side pickup it's going to be putting a lot of robotic elements into play right now so this is a real real change and this isn't a 10 years down the road this is within three to five years we're going to see this happening and a lot more efficient robot than the one uh rocky and adrian had in rocky three that was that's that was pretty primitive as far as this will be somewhere between that and RoboCop a few years later, I think. Although that's violent, I think we're. we're well, safe I was, was going to say, yeah, it won't have any guns or artillery <laughs> on it. Well, maybe in the U.S., but definitely. It might enforce. It might enforce if you're in handicapped parking, depending on where you are in the Walmart lot. We don't know that for sure. <laughs> yeah, can't speak for how their security is going to be stepping no. up at the time of delivery as well. You're, that is that is a good point. And I'll keep my eye on that, Greg. Uh, Apple also, uh, you know, making some pretty big investments. When you talk artificial intelligence, it's been a it's been a hot topic for a number of months. It, it was well before uh, COVID, but they're pretty focused on it. And while we've seen, you know, we saw the Google Glasses come out pr- uh, close to a decade ago, um, it didn't stick. It was a little like the 3D TV. That there are just some ideas that didn't pop right out of the gate, and and big big companies decided. We'll take the we'll take the L on that one. We're not going to stick with it and force it down consumers' throats. But Apple has a bit of a different thought about AI and uh, their vision of eyeglasses. They have invested heavily. More investment has happened from Apple when it comes to artificial intelligence with the purchasing of companies than Google and Facebook. And that's really big because we know where Google is with with Boston Dynamics and their Alphabet company. And Facebook has been very, very active right now with its its augmented reality and its 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 Google with its goggles and its VR helmets. We can see this that Google and Facebook has been really on the forefront. Why this is huge huge is that I saw a prototype eyeglasses, which Apple has announced 
that in, in the year 2022, we would the iPad is pretty much over. Imagine setting up those, uh, as you used, Google Glasses, if you recall them. In fact, they were almost comical to the point Big Bang Theory, I think, used them as the, as the component of, of why they were so great and wonderful. But uh, if you can visualize this, it's like a heads-up display of your, uh, your iPad or your iPhone. It brings a visual of all of your uh, uh, you know, screens, your icons, your weather. It gives a lot of elements that give you the visual directly through your eyeglasses. Now, why this is so critical is that we're looking at more and more, less using our hands, holding a phone, and Apple is leaping, not just walking. They're going to leap, and I believe they're going to be in the forefront for the first time ahead of Google in Facebook. So Apple is being very progressive in that, and they haven't come out with anything really new since we saw the iPhone uh, many years back. So this is a big milestone when we take a look at what Apple's going to be coming out. And why are they doing it? Uh, well, first of all, they're linking with a lot of other technologies. So Elon Musk came out with a microchip that goes behind your ear. It will link with a apparatus that can help with your audio. It can help with listening without sticking it inside your ear canal. So Apple is working on the same elements to incorporate that. So think of it as glasses on your eyes, a microchip behind your ear, and there's nothing in your hands, but you'll be able to answer your phone, get directions, and it can be all done without the use of any devices uh, with your hands. So this is coming in the next two to three years. Rather remarkable. It's fun. It's, you know, it, it triggered uh, it triggered something in me when you said um, Apple hadn't, you know, they've been sort of on, on the status quo, still sort of sharpening and redesigning their existing inventions. But so, I saw someone suggest earlier today that the entire concept of a podcast, you almost got to, you know, it's such a common term. It's everywhere. But nobody's listening to a podcast on an iPod anymore. We're all listening on, on our phones or even uh, on our laptops or, or in our cars. But uh, yeah, that, that's been a that we, we well, I'll tell my kids to tape something. And I mean, you know, hit record on the PVR. There's no tape involved. None whatsoever. <laughs> That's right. Yes. The old days of getting that, the, grab the tape and record it. Man, did you ever blast me into the past? I felt like 1980 came up and knocked on my back. So yeah, that you're absolutely right. Apple has been a visionary when it came to that. And, you, and the iPod, which is where podcasts, you're right, originated. Um, you know, they've coined the phrase. And now we can see that Apple's been very, very limited in coming up with products. Uh, expect the eyeglasses, folks. This is revolutionary for a lot of reasons. Uh, safety, uh, use of otherwise, but also it's going to be medically capable for those with disabilities to, there will be no limitation, Greg. This is what is really going to be awesome about technology. No limitation at all. Adam Oldfield, our guest, of course, Tech Talk uh, coming right at you on 900 CHML and this week on uh, 980 AM in London, Ontario, uh, brought to you by Vacuum Man Furnace and Duck Cleaning. Uh, time for one more. So let, let's get to Google. Um, they're uh, they're going to utilize something called Gracehopper, a line of cable, but it's not getting built over land or, uh, you know, up and down roads, as we often believe cable is, but across the ocean floor. It's an incredibly ambitious project uh, from the folks at Google. 
Well, this is something which I'm surprised didn't get enough exposure. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a tech guy, but I get really kind of excited when I hear this kind of stuff. But, you know, I mean, Google has been very much innovative when it came to, you know, right now a lot of our Internet is being transmissioned directly through satellite. There's over 10,000 satellites that is sending information, whether it's Netflix, Amazon, uh, all of our data that is backed up right now. It's really using a lot of satellite traffic, which is quick when it comes to downloading, but a little slow when it comes to uploading. Well, Google has been one of the pioneers, and the big one that's coming up is, yeah, Grace Hopper is has been named uh, specifically over the fact that it is going to run 5,000 kilometers, 5,000 kilometers from New York all the way over to the United Kingdom and then branch down through to Spain. So this will happen in the year 2022. This is going to move, and it's a backup, by the way. Think of it like this. Uh, if we have that solar flare, and the reason they're doing this, if we have a solar flare, which they're claiming could happen from the sun, now we're getting into astronomy, but if it happens, it will knock out pretty much every satellite in the globe right now. If that takes place, our entire infrastructure of internet goes offline. So Google's getting prepared and doing this is running a cable line, and this is going to allow for 350 terabytes of data per second, which is equal to about 17 million people watching 4K videos all at the same time. So it's a heck of a backup to be able to keep us online, and they already got currently uh, uh, internet cable lines coming from LA to Chile, uh, from the US to France, uh, one right now that's almost done from Portugal to Africa. They're trying to make sure nowhere in the continent in the world will we be offline in the case our satellite systems do get impacted. And by the way, I will state this, and they've they made it very clear that our solar system is very likely to have a solar flare, which means we may be offline, for a, and it could impact on a large scale. So Google's getting ready for that, and this will uh, definitely fall into a backup plan to keep everybody online. Maybe, maybe, I'm just suggesting this, a six-month break between the global pandemic and the solar flare, just for us to re-grab our bearings and, uh, you know, get, like, get all our bucket list accomplishments done. Maybe we could do that instead. I think it's a great idea. However, you're going to have a <laughs> heck of a time convincing my daughters. I'm going to be honest. It's going to be a real, I'm going to let you have that challenge to explain it to them if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> it's Tech Talk with Adam Oldfield. Uh, always a pleasure. Have a great uh, long weekend. Thanks for checking in with us. Awesome. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Take care. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.